Let me just eliminate all of the white noise for They're you. They're counting on you not understanding what this is all about. They want to create conflict. They want to create this chaos. They want you to be stupid. This is the Conservative Daily Podcast with Joe Waldman. Yeah, I'm a threat because I'm telling you what the Constitution says. And Max McGuire. The flak is the heaviest when the bomber is right above the target about to open the bomb bay doors. And now the Conservative Daily Podcast is on the air. Welcome back. Another edition of the Conservative Daily Podcast. My name is Max McGuire. And my name is Joe Oltman. Fashionably late today, starting to feel a little bit like island time. It's starting to feel like you were on the island for the last week, not me. Well, I did an interview with uh, a Canada newspaper, the one that's there, and and frankly, it was it was rather. I gave him two and a half hours. And you'd say, Joe, why would you do that? At some point, you got to talk sensibly to people, like almost as if you're trying to teach people about Jesus, right? You got to teach people about the fact that we're not a democracy. He actually read. All right, what does democracy mean, Max? Well, word it just democracy. typically means that it's it's one person, one vote. It's a direct a direct vote. So instead of it being representation, democracy, each person gets a vote, majority wins. So fifty percent plus one, they, they win. Yeah. In in a mob, yeah. Yeah. In ancient in ancient Greece, it's democracy. <laughs> yeah. But but he asked me if if what we're doing here is um, what I think about democracy in the United States, and I go, well, we don't have it. And what's really interesting at, at about, the local level, but outside of that now. Yeah, so it it is, it's, our guests today are going to talk a lot about this. Mr. Producer, hopefully you put up the stuff on, on Telegram and things so people know to find us. We'll get that up there as well. But our, our two guests today, Max, are two fierce fighters. These are people, these are women that, I want to say fighters, but we're going to be joined by Tina Peters, who is the Mesa County Clerk and Recorder, and America's Mom, Patriot, Sharona Bishop. And Tina Peters came forward, and I, I'm going to paraphrase. I'm going to let her tell it, but before I bring her on, but I want to, I want to say this because I think this is important. Tina Peters was the county clerk and recorder in Mesa County. It's a, it's pretty much a Republican stronghold. It, she saw some irregularities in the voting that happened in the, the November 2020 election, and she did her duty to say, look, I have to get to the bottom of it. So it started out as curiosity and a, in my opinion, a, an investigation into these voting machines being in her, her district turned into her being vilified as she uncovered actual fraud in the Dominion voting systems, things that were really, really questionable that did not allow for transparency and, frankly, scary stuff in a country like the United States of America, it closely aligned with what we saw in different states. And so she has been fiercely fighting. And we've got some, she did a, a press release today, or press conference today, and um, we've got some just explosive information coming out of Mesa County, Colorado. And uh, so let's welcome to them to the show, Sharona Bishop and, and uh, County Clerk and Recorder, Tina Peters of Mesa County. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Joe. Good to be with you guys. It's good to have you guys with us. And I just want to say thank you for fighting the good fight. Obviously, I know how hard it is personally, but uh, I know that you will come out the other end um, and you're doing the work of the people that you represent, that elected you to represent. represent. So tell us what's going on. T 
tell us what happened today. I know what happened today, so I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm not as suspenseful, but tell us. Um, <laughs> lots of talk Tina, about it. Like, yeah, do you mind if I go for it? And then and go then for we'll, it. Go for it. Okay, all right. Well, you know, in a time where um, you mentioned it already, where we're constantly having to overcome the unlawful governance of these elected officials on the far left progressive Communist Party. Clerk Peters remains an absolute hero, not just for Mesa County or Colorado, but for all of America. Not only was she smart enough to do a before image of a trusted build and then take another image to see what was deleted or added or whatever was gonna happen there, um, but she also has stood her ground. Other people would have probably caved by now because the pressure has been so intense. You know, Clerk Peters' office has been raided by the FBI and the Secretary of State twice now. Her home has been raided by the District Attorney's office as well as the FBI twice now. And just to remind the public, the FBI this last time around on November 16th decided it was necessary to go through her, um, she is a gold star mother, to go through her dead son's effects that she hadn't even opened for four years. They took that box down, they ruffled through it, and they absolutely demeaned his memory and thought nothing of it, absolutely nothing of it. That's the FBI under Merrick Garland and the DOJ that's been weaponized by the Biden administration against anyone who gets out of line and can prove that there might possibly be these election irregularities. So Clerk Peters might, is strong. Might possibly be, might possibly be. I think, I think we've proved it. Well, we have we plenty of evidence. Can we just speak freely on your show? Sorry, I right. forget that I'm not on, we're not on a on We're not on Facebook show. anymore. Now you, you come, we, we kicked ourselves <laughs> off Facebook. We are not on there. So say hello <laughs> to the free people. The three people, conservative daily. Thank you. Yes. So she's strong and the whole community. It was so awesome today to watch everyone come out and support her. And they, they had seen the unbelievable agreement that was gifted by Jenna Griswold, the secretary of state of Colorado to uh, clerk Peters. She extended an olive branch that, um, can I say it in my way, clerk Peters? Is that okay? Can I say it the yeah. way I see it? She basically said, bend over, take it with a smile. And oh, by the way, we're going to give you a buddy to enjoy it with you. That's basically what Jenna Griswold just tried to hand to the most, um, the strongest, most powerful clerk and recorder in America right now. And when the truth is on your side, you do not have to bend over and take it. So the people were there to say, um, you know, hopefully, Clerk Peters, you responded with a two word response and we support you and back you 100 percent. And it's a beautiful thing to see. Mm -hmm. So, so Tina, I am so proud of you, not because I'm on your side. I'm proud of you because I know the immense amount of courage it takes. And, and frankly, you've been under fire, but I'm proud of the fact that you're doing something so unselfish, even in, even while you're getting attacked. And, um, yeah, go ahead. Thank you. Thank you, Joe. I love the people of my County. Uh, you know, we are one nation that was founded on the rule of law and on the sacred idea that the rights of a person, of a family, were greater than those of the government and founded on the belief that every citizen had not just the ability, but the responsibility to hold the government uh, responsible and so and accountable. And so, you know, I just want to back up for those that don't know the story. Uh, four years ago, I ran for the Mesa County Clerk and Recorder. I'd been a business owner for 32 years. 
and I wanted to give back. I had taken enough. Um, the American dream had been very good to us. I was in the construction um, business for 32 years with our own company, and I went to a meeting of people that were going to uh, be involved with the election, and I was one of eight people. And I said, we've got to do something. And I just poured my heart and my my effort in to help. And then I decided, how do I want to serve these people that I met while I was walking door to door? Um, how can I serve them? And so we, I, I started out to improve customer service in motor vehicle. I, I'm over five divisions as the clerk and recorder, decrease wait times. And little did I know that the most important job of this office would be protecting the vote of the Mesa County residents. So following the 2020 election and the municipal elections, that was the one that really got me because it was so stark, uh, the, um, the results. And citizens bringing their concerns to me, uh, I was obligated as their elected official to, uh, to look into these um, these uh, questions that they had. And, and mind you, I was very much a proponent and an advocate for Colorado elections. I, you know, it's been called the gold star standard. And I had been told things that uh, the, the equipment was air gapped, wasn't connected to the internet, uh, that we did all these risk limiting audits and logic and accuracy tests to prove that everything was above board. And um, so there was some concern because they were coming in to remove a program in this, what I call the untrusted build uh, by the Secretary of State and Dominion Voting Systems. And I reasoned that if they did that, we wouldn't be able to do an audit of the election if it was needed. And my main, uh, according to the Constitution, I took an oath to the Colorado Constitution as well as the United States Constitution. And, it, and that is to not only uh, uh, preserve election records for 25 months, but also it is to, uh, you take an oath, just like my son who was a Navy SEAL who tragically died four years ago, uh, you take an oath to defend both enemies, both um, uh, foreign and domestic. And so, um, it started with just wanting to preserve a code, a QR code, a program on the, on the server. And um, what happened next was something I never anticipated. And my chief deputy, I was, uh, uh, what we found were, were 29,000 election logs were deleted. Election logs are the proof of how you get to the results of the election, to just put it simply. Uh, my chief deputy was accused of a felony for just coming to work uh, because they figured if they could get me out and then get her out, they could replace me. And the De Democrat Secretary of State has banned me from the Elections Department. Um, so it, it's been such overreach. My home, I think you know, my home was raided by uh, Joe Biden's FBI. Uh, violating the privacy of my late son and his belongings. And, uh, you know, I take the, sec the Fourth Amendment pretty, pretty serious when it says that, you know, we are entitled to the, the um, 
you know, to the protection of our home and our belongings and our person from un, unlawful search and seizure. And there's and, never and been unreasonable. any unreasonable. It's not even reasonable. Yes. Yes, exactly. So the latest is what Sharona was referring to. Um, they have kept me out of the, of locked out of my elections department. They have fired my some of my employees without my consent. Um, I'm only beholden to the people that elected me, and um, you know they they have said that they will let me back in. This is after not being able to participate in the election if I make a public statement that we don't need more transparency in our elections and there was no voter fraud. So, so, so can I, <laughs> can I read it? Say that again. Say that again. Do, do we have a copy of the actual declaration that I, they're demanding that you read? Yes, I just I just emailed it to Sharona and she can she can email it over to you. But but let me read a part of it. If I, go ahead, Max. Go ahead. Well, I don't have it. So so someone can read it. <laughs> so, so I so I have here we go. Here it is right here. But let me read a part. And it looks like this came out. The agreement, this agreement with state would let would allow Peter's limited access to election division, right? This is well, super super. Where's important. the part with the promise? The promise I promised that it was a super right. clean election. Let, let me read it to you. Bad girl for for saying otherwise. Let, let me let me read this part to you. I hereby fully and completely repudiate, retract, and disavow the statement I made during a Facebook live broadcast in which I stated, "We've got to get those machines." so that they are transparent to the people and they're not able to do what they are designed to do. Part of the agreement reads. So, wow. so they're designed to do what exactly, Tina? <laughs> well, they are in the second report and the third report that are getting ready to come out. And for anyone that hasn't read the first report, it's on the standwithtina.org website. Uh, and you might have it on your website as well, but um, there it's it's showing some uh, some some reasons for these irregularities. That's basically what I would say. And uh, this offer that I shut up, stop investigating the election irregularities, apologize, and can have my office back under certain terms is so egregious. I mean, I wouldn't even have a a badge access to my my elections office. I would have to ask permission from an employee to let me in, one of my employees to let me into the elections office, and then an appointed person by the Secretary of State would be with me like a, a, a little a shadow for everywhere I went in my elections office and uh, and around you know any kind of machines or ballots or anything. It's 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 so preposterous. But they, but they, but they, but they're, they're that. demanding that you repudiate, that you disavow the comments that you made about machines right. that were doing exactly mm -hmm. what you wanted to investigate, which is cheating people out of, or at least on its surface, doing some really shady stuff. And then when you got into it with the report, which just came out, we'll talk about that. It's. It, it proved that these machines are actually designed to not be transparent and not honor the wishes of the people that you represent. Is that accurate? And you know, I would, I would say, Joe and Max and Trona, that, that uh, it shocks me 
that a little Mesa County clerk and recorder would would garner so much attention from the United States Attorney General uh, in this matter crazy. and come down on the DA and force these charges and now a grand jury to investigate uh, FBI. There's, you know, um, for for where no crime has been committed. The crime that's been committed is by them. And they're trying to shine the spotlight on uh, on me. They're doing well, exactly what they've... Go ahead, sorry. Go ahead. I, I lived in Colorado for a bit. I moved. I, I decided to go to the only state that is also a republic. Um, and I had a little bit of running, a, a few run-ins with my clerk, uh, county clerk and recorder. All good things. Got married in Colorado. Registered my car in Colorado. It seems like the county clerk and recorder, their job is just to record things and to make sure that all of the recordings are safe and still exist. So I, I look at what you're going through and I wonder if the secretary of state or some other body said, OK, we have to update the computer that manages all of the marriage certificates. And you would say, whoa, 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 that would be chaos if we lost all the marriage certificates. Let me just back up that hard drive just in case. Go do your work. I have this on a hard drive. And we can always restore it if we need to. Or car registrations, right? Or liquor licenses. Like, it would be catastrophic to lose this. That's the whole reason your position exists. Because we need someone whose sole job is to be the clerk and make sure everything is recorded and safe. They only care about the elections. I don't think that they would have even lifted a finger if you had backed up any other system. If you had made copies of anything else. They only care about the election. And I find it very, very interesting. That's correct. And, and, you know, nothing was changed. Nothing was altered. Um, it, it, it's just what that an image of what that server was on that server at that time. There's no personal identifying information, no disclosure of how somebody voted, uh, that sort of thing. Uh, it's basically uh, what we've seen in the first report is that the election logs are who went in, what they did, what was changed, how did they get to that to that result? It's, it's if you will, it's the fingerprints, the blood type, the, um, uh, you know, the proof of how you got to the election results. And that was wiped out, 29,000 of them. I, I just really quick, I want to, um, I have the executive order 2021, uh, 2201 from the uh, Secretary of State, what she wants Clerk Peters to sign. This is a 10 page document that goes on and about. I understand. I mean, it's literally like a Chinese, you know, your hand behind your back, sign this now or we'll kill your family sort of thing. But listen to this. This is you. It's on page eight. And it says, I understand and agree that any decertification of the Dominion voting system, democracy suite voting system, which there's a lot about democracy suite voting um, and voting equipment resulting from a violation of election order 2022-21 will impose substantial financial costs on the taxpayers of Mesa County and may cause Mesa County to violate the accessibility requirements. This whole thing is about placing all of the blame, all of the pressure on Clerk Peters, they're gaslighting. The whole issue was them and what they were doing, but they flipped the script. They're gaslighting the clerk and they're making us all feel like we're crazy and she should just kiss their feet and bow down because if she'll just sign this, it'll all be over. It'll all be over. Only and they're people also, who are guilty all this stuff. This is extortion. They're also demanding in that it order is. that I use, that I'm forced to use the Dominion system. 
And that's not yes. lawful. We can <laughs> no, it's count. not lawful. We can Why don't you just have count. them sign your paycheck? <laughs> <laughs> we can hand count every ballot if we want. We are not required by law to use an electronic voting system. There's many counties that do not use electronic voting systems. They do count by hand. But, but this order re requires county? me to use it for the 2022 how many election. How many bodies would you need in your county to count by hand? Oh, we just did it. We just did it. Yeah. In like a in yeah. like a, a very very busy election, not like an off year or a local. Well, that was last like a, year. Like last year you just did it, right? You, you did a did you did like a hand count in twenty twenty one. Yeah, yeah. You just you just hire election judges, and um, and it's it's not a big deal. It's just you know. And actually, is this it, is the, it uh, weeks or more expensive. Accurate. The hand count was more accurate than the tabulators were. By the way, PS. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we saw races in Colorado that had one vote, four votes, 11 vote spread. And the hand count, um, there was a, a you know 11 vote error on the side of the tabulators. So you hand counted those? You hand counted those? We hand, they yes. hand counted the entire thing. But yeah, but they had also run them through the Dominion machine, hand counted, and then ran them again through the clear ballot tabulators. And the hand count was the most accurate. And it took uh, four days, Tina, is that right? It was it was a it, it was completed in a lot less time than we thought it would. Yes. Mm -hmm. Heck, California takes three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> it's and just very popular, very doable. Um, the, at the core of all of this, the crux of all of this is that you know, Clerk Peters is a conservative. We live in a conservative area. She has supported and done exactly what the will of the people that she works for. You know, she did exactly what they wanted, even down to getting that hand count done in Mesa County, which was wildly successful. I mean, our the conservative candidates, the school board has been reclaimed by the parents. It's been 30 years since there has been a conservative base um, in our school board. And I think all of this just speaks to the courage that Clerk Peters has shown and demonstrated for the people in Mesa County and on the Western Slope and even Colorado. I mean, not only is she a national figure now, but Coloradans are looking to her to hold the line, which she just continues to do. And in her reelection as Clerk and Recorder of Mesa County, um, again, the energy is really high. The excitement is really high because they respect her so much. I want to just remind your audience too that after the 2020 election, one of the county commissioners had come to Clerk Peters and said, I think we should do an audit. I think we should have a forensic audit. Just want to make sure everything was clear. They felt there was about 10,000 more ballots for Biden than there should have been. And at that time, you know, the clerk said and has said repeatedly, I didn't think that it was necessary. But when the people got involved and started doing the work to show that there were some real strange things happening in Mesa County, she stepped up and she did her job. I hear from all over Colorado, there are some clerks that are willing to get in this fight and there are others that just say, no, no, everything's good. We're the gold standard. I don't believe there's any election irregularities or fraud of any kind. And that's it. And they walk away. They're lazy and they will not do the work that's being asked of them by the people. So we're grateful. And you know, many people were asking the clerk to run for secretary of state. I would have loved to see that showdown personally. How many of you guys would have loved to have seen that? Loved it. Loved I would it. Have loved but but I think I think <laughs> I think Tina and, and I said this to you this morning, Sharona. I said, listen, I would love Tina to be in the Capitol in Denver, really just giving them all heck, right? I would love that. But I also recognize the dangers of Dominion voting systems. Their corporate offices in Denver. 
they perfected this theft right here in this in the state of Colorado, and I think that I think you winning the winning with fraudulent machines and fraudulent election devices becomes more difficult, and we need you to stay in the government. Mm -hmm. So. I think that's a good choice to, to be in that position, not because I don't think you could win at any level, but because I think it's necessary that you protect your constituents there and keep up the fight so that we can continue down this, these battle lines that are drawn in the sand. I won't give up. It just, it makes me and, and uh, my chief deputy and my elections manager who they fired with no cause, the more they do to us, the more, uh, the more we uh, go forward, you know, I, I really appreciate it. It's like being in the military, you know, you don't run from the fire, you run into it. And, um, you know, we have to get this fixed and cannot let this be brushed under the rug. So um, I'm, I'm uh, eager to share with you the, the next two reports that are coming out. It's gonna shed even more light and when those are given to a law enforcement agency like the DA um, and the FBI, those it's their obligation to investigate them and not sweep them under the rug like what they've done. Uh, you know, when you when you can show that there is a that there is a crime, a possible crime that's been committed, they should be investigating that, not me and, and the people close to me like Sharona and and others. So, so the next report comes out today. Is it out today or is it out tomorrow? When is the next uh, report they're, they're finishing it up probably the beginning of next week. I'm hoping to have it. And then, um, and then the other one should be shortly after that. So, and the, the reason why it's taking so long is because I understand that they're going through a proofing. So a peer review to make sure that the information is correct and that they are double and triple checking so that no one can say that this information is not accurate. Is that correct? That's correct. There's, there's hundreds of terabytes of information there that has to be, uh, that has to be looked at uh, very carefully. And then, like you said, peer reviewed by other cyber experts uh, because they wanna get it, they wanna make sure that it's right and accurate uh, before it's let out, yes. And it that takes time. Yeah, so as you go through those peer reviews, and this is one of the things we tried to do with Jovan, who now I'm um, public enemy number one with him. Max, we could probably with do me. an entire show over this, huh? We do, we do a week of shows. Yeah, we do a week of My shows. My goodness. Um, who, who's got two thumbs and a, an email inbox full of pissy emails from Jovan Pulitzer? This guy right here. <laughs> Dude, they went back and forth. It was, it was awful. But, I mean, I, so the, the, the thing is, is that I think that there's, there's ways that you can present information and by doing a peer review, we let Dr. Shiva do a peer review of Jovan's work on the Maricopa audit. I thought it would be helpful. I thought that having Dr. Shiva talk about Jovan and they, 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 they there's a, there's a, a animosity that's been, that has brewed, right? As a result of Dr. Shiva feeling that the information is not accurate. I thought it would be helpful because I think that Jovan's Even probably onto something. Even just for mistakes. Even just for the spelling mistakes. See, Jovan Pulitzer get, submitted right things. Anyway. Oh, I, I wasn't here. I watched it all today because I want to see what the hell's going on. He submitted a report to the attorney general with spelling mistakes in the titles of the pages. <laughs> not good. Not it's good. Not peer review. Get an elementary student to, to, to look through it. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, private school kid, at least. Yeah. But the, but the point is, is that I thought it would be helpful to Jovan if he could get past the ego part of it and get to the place where, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to polish up these things or I'm going to explain these things or maybe fix these things and it, it, because details matter. And so the reason why I'm really excited about the report coming out of, out of Mesa County is because details matter. And that's just a testament to the legal group and the, and the, the peer group that's been developed on the, on the cyber side to make sure this information is 100% accurate. Because Tina, had you not found any election problems, material problems, you would have been the first one to come forward and say, guys, we were wrong. Oh, absolutely. And that's not Absolutely, I, did, I wanted it to be true. I mean, I wanted what I've been told you know, these last few years, as far as the machines are air gapped, there's no capability whatsoever to be connected to the internet, uh, that, you know, we do all these audits and uh, to make sure the uh, vote is accurate. I wanted that to be true. I didn't want to bring down all this, um, <laughs> all of this turmoil that has resulted from telling the truth. And, uh, you know, I say this often, I can't unsee what I've seen. And to be truthful to the people of my county and to the people of this country, I can't turn away. You know, my son was a great man. He was a Navy SEAL. He took an oath. And his, you know, his blood ran, runs in my veins today. And um, it's just, we've got to save this country. And when you see that what's being done in, on so many levels, but especially in uh, the people's vote uh, that they trust in, um, it's, it's egregious. We've got to fix these machines or just not use them at all. Yeah, so, so I think that as we start looking at the machines specifically and we start looking at the outcome of these machines, I have been pushing people all over to say, all right, I've got an idea. By the way, it'll cost the taxpayers less money, significantly less money. Le until we get it straight on the, on the computers, we don't use them. That's we, right. ha we hand count everything. Yes. You, if you want to restore trust in the American people, you do it that way. Right. But every two years, you see a small bloat of registrations for voting. Every four years, you see a big bloat. Right after the election ends, they clean the vote. Well, now most of the people in this country have a pretty good idea of how the election systems work. There's been enough stuff out there that most people are like, okay, I'm curious. Like, how does this work? Yeah. And now that we're there, I, I mean, I know that this has been a painful 18 months for me. Tina, you were late to yeah. the game, by the way. I, I, was, <laughs> I was getting punched <laughs> in the face back in November. Um, but now, now we're here at this place what would you say? I mean, do you, do you, do you think that, hey, listen, let's just take the path that is most likely to result in restoring trust. Let's just get rid of the machines and let's see what happens in 2022. And then let's see what happens in 2024. And then from there, we'll have a better idea of what baseline is for the new system. Do you agree with that? I, I absolutely do agree with that, Joe. We don't have to use the machines. There's no law. There's a law that says you can, that you may, a uh, statute that says you may use electronic voting equipment, but there's no law yet that says that you have to. And there's plenty of people that care about this country that would be happy to come in, and, and we do pay them uh, to come in and be judges 
to uh, bipartisan judges that would come in and count those ballots. And it's not that big of a deal to, to get it done. And I think the American people would rather do that than wait for ballots to come in that were postmarked after the election that they're still waiting to get results from. And, you know, and then, you know, let's just, let's just keep, make things simple and, um, and count the votes, have the people count the votes. Absolutely. Can I take you know, a and break real this, quick to remind everyone, yeah. remind everyone that this podcast is sponsored by Airmaid Care Network, premier insurance plan, cover your entire household. Should disaster strike, you need to be airlifted to a hospital. We don't think about how much it costs, but it's a doozy. Ambulances, they're expensive enough. Well, it's even more when you have to go by helicopter. 10, 20, 30, 40 grand plus, depending on where you live. And it's only getting worse with Biden inflation. So sign up with Air Medicare Network, longtime sponsor of the show. And when you sign up and you use promo code daily at the link in the description, not only is it only going to cost you $85 for one year, it's less per year if you buy more years at a time, but they're also going to give you cash back. So you can get up to $50 back in the form of a Visa or Amazon gift card, depending on how many years you sign up for. So go to airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily and use promo code daily to get up to $50 back. Sorry, ladies, just had to make sure we got that, got that one in. <laughs> Sharona, keep going. Um, well, well, it's interesting because the mail-in ballot issue, right, in Colorado, if you talk to these clerks, they're, they're so grateful for it. They say it's just improved voter turnout massively, and everybody loves the convenience of it. Well, I live in Garfield County. We don't have Dominion machines. We have clear ballot machines, but our clerk um, is, has made some interesting rules about mail-in ballots. They've decided that every ballot that's turned in is classified as a mail-in ballot. So one of the one of the deterrents that we've heard is, well, everybody is doing mail-in ballots, and we don't want to limit anybody's ability to vote. But the fact of the matter is, these clerks are lying. These were not mail-in ballots. These are people who came in in person, and the and the ballots are being asked. You're asked to put it in an envelope and go put it in the drop box after you came in person to vote in person. And they're calling it a mail-in ballot. And that was my personal experience and many people's experience in my district um, or in my county where I live. That that's fabricating information, and they're trying to bloat the numbers for mail-in ballots to make it look like that's just what everybody's doing. We don't want to wreck their convenience. But just like we're not willing to sacrifice our kids on the altar of convenience for these COVID mandates and this child abuse, we're not willing to do that anymore for our vote either. It's sacred. You know, they've abused our vote. They've abused us in the process. They're trying to, um, as we've seen in Colorado, I mean, we see it everywhere. They're they're stealing our country through these selections that are not legitimate elections. And so I, I don't think that there's any American I've ever met that is so uh, stuck on mail-in ballots that they wouldn't show up and vote on voting day. I mean, it's just, it's absurd. It's just that these clerks have gotten lazy and they're buying into um, this idea that they don't want to work any harder than they're already working. And mail-in ballots work, so just leave it alone. No, they don't. And the majority of people would be just fine doing a walk-up, cast your vote, get your sticker, post it on social media and get on with your life. We love it. I mean, everybody does it anyway. So that's another thing just to keep in mind. A lot, I, I'm not sure how every district or every county is doing it, but I know in my county, they're lying. They're lying about mail-in ballots. And by the way, I've called four times now and they will not return my phone call about that one little detail. Why are you calling my, my in-person vote a mail-in ballot? Because there is a field on the Secretary of State site that says mail-in versus in-person. 
that's significant. That's how they're justifying the mail-in system, which is a, a fabulous method for cheating, as we're seeing in Colorado. It, it's not only a fabulous <laughs> method for cheating. You can create phantom ballots. I mean, you, you guys may, may not know about all the stuff that's happening in different areas. Maybe you do know about this. But we were able to break down the algorithms that were used across multiple states with this brain trust of mathematicians and people that were dissecting data from all 50 states. I mean, you have Draza Smith, you have Ed Solomon, you have uh, uh, Bobby Python, you have um, uh, Dr. Frank. You've got a bunch of people that are putting their heads together and saying, all right, here's what the math looks like, here's what the system looks like, and here's how it happened. And, and frankly, your county may not have the same effect, but how they meld and bleed votes using mail-in ballots into the system becomes effectively very easy when the information goes from the precinct. And this happened, by the way, in El Paso County in the 2020 election. The information that was posted by the Secretary of State was heavy by 20,000 votes. Yeah. Right? You know why? Didn't, didn't that just happen in the 2021? It happened in 2020. That's what I'm saying, the 2021 election. Yeah, right? in just this past November. I mean, and it, what were those ballots going to be, Joe? They, How were those votes going to be cast? Because they flipped three school boards that night in El Paso County. Yeah. yeah. What was going on there? And why has there been no legislative inquiry yet? You know, these people, well, Jenna Griswold is getting away with murder. And no one's holding her told, She actually told Chuck Borman, the clerk in El Paso County, that his numbers were not correct, that her numbers were. And he said, no, my numbers are correct. And she says, well, let me show you how to change them. Yeah. Yeah. Manually over the phone. America. How, how do you change something manually? How do you change something manually if you respect the vote of the American people? Let me just tell you something. Three votes you- for Biden, seven votes for Trump. I had a thousand, that's a 70-30 margin, by the way, 70, 70% to Trump, 30% for Biden. Okay, real easy math. I take a thousand ballots and I put them on to Trump, and I take a thousand ballots and I put them on to Biden. Now I have a thousand seven and a thousand three. Am I still at a 70-30, Tina? And unless you do a full forensic audit, you'd never see this. And if you, allay, if you, uh, if you erase all the logs, you'd never see this. And if you have enough time before you have a forensic audit, to get a hold of the ballots themselves, they can just stuff boxes of ballots with ballots. They can they can true it up because the system knows how many ballots are necessary in order to make it, and that's what they did in Maricopa County. Every one of the ballot boxes, except for the ones that were sealed, every one of them was open. Every one of them had chain of custody had been violated when they were delivered to the audit in Maricopa County. You wanna know why? Because they trued it up. They just added ballots. Let me just add a bunch of ballots. Yeah. And you- and you're referring to the um, the online poll books, right? Because they're keeping track of the numbers that are coming in, so they know how much they're going to need to get where they yes. want to go. And it's yes. unbelievable. But it's even that, they they just need the ballots to match up. And the system is designed. I'm a system. I'm a system uh, architect expert. Like I know how to do system architecture. That's that's what I did. I I built my company on developing system architecture and adding AI and neural neural nets and things like that into it so that so that we could actually sparse data to make decisions on that data. I know what system architecture looks like. I know what good code looks like. I know what bad code looks like. I also know what crap looks like. And Dominion Voting Systems is crap. Written by a bunch of Serbians, right? That's what it is. It's it's not and and by the way, it's it's clumsy. Like how they built 
Dominion is clumsy. It, it's nonsensical. It doesn't follow any sort of user journey. So it's easy to manipulate because there's too many gaps in how Dominion operates. And when you start talking about the number of logs that were deleted in Mesa County, we, we got to pay attention to that because that's how you erase the board. You write a thing on the board, you can come behind it and erase it. Nobody knows you're there if you replace the log, if you just erase the logs. And that, I mean, I assume that's what one of the report states without giving me any information. You're going to love the second and third report, Joe. <laughs> well, we're going to do a whole segment Joe, on it. Yeah. I was going to say, does Joe get a special segment because you're just going to die? I, I would love to because I need the, I, the, it's the I told you so's, right? I mean, I got, I got a lawsuit. Oh, I, go ahead. Sorry, Tina. I, I just want to say for the record, too, that I'm not depressed and I would never harm myself. <laughs> I had to say that yesterday. I'm, I'm definitely not going to kill myself. <laughs> I we love life too much. Life. Too much to live for. So you yes, can play this absolutely. segment back. If anything ever happens to me, just go ahead and play this back, would you? <laughs> yeah, well, and, and but you have to keep yourself safe, right? You have to make sure you keep your head on a swivel. Yeah. But, but yeah. frankly, everyone's watching, and they're nervous on the left because their narrative is not holding true in America. And the radical left is, people are just not afraid. I'm just not afraid. You're not afraid. We're, we're not afraid. We're going to get to the truth. And we, all we care about is the truth. Nothing else matters. Because if we don't That's get to right. the truth. You know, and just a reminder for all of your, your audience, these are law-abiding people. They've never committed any crimes. T Clerk Peters doesn't even have a, a, a parking ticket, which I don't understand that because, like, I have a bunch of them. She doesn't even have That's one. a little suspicious. You, Sometimes yeah, when, you're so, when you're so squeaky clean, it gets suspicious. Oh, my <laughs> word. Well, she's... <laughs> uh, you know, I didn't say I've never had a parking ticket. I said I don't have one. Yeah. Oh, well, you know, verbiage, vocabulary, um, Belinda <laughs> you know, 65 years old, just an absolute salt of the earth woman who wasn't even present during the trusted build. She was having a heart attack in Utah. They have gone after her. They have tried to ruin her life. The FBI was chasing her all over Grand Junction. You know, it's gotten so ridiculous the way that they have gone after these regular, just regular citizens who were doing their jobs. I wanna talk about Sandy Brown for just a moment and what's happened in her life. I was unaware that the FBI, when they came to her home, pulled her 16 year old daughter out of her bed in just her underwear and had her stand outside in the middle of freaking winter while they supposedly cleared the house. Now my children were allowed to stay in the house. My children, even my 18 year old stayed in the home. They made this young girl in a just a, a tank top and her underwear. This is a child that suffers from PTSD, from previous issues that have gone on. They were aware of this. The district attorney's office was already aware of it because they were involved in those cases with this young girl. And they had her standing outside in nothing but her skivvies while the FBI raided her home. I was unaware of that story until today. Um, Sandy Brown is incredible. She's extremely brilliant. She's made a beautiful um has a beautiful life because of the incredible decisions she's made after growing up very hard. She's such an inspiration. She's done nothing illegal, nothing criminal. 
I mean, this is insanity, the way that they've gone after these regular people and tried to criminalize them. Now, I heard somebody say recently to me, Sharona, whenever someone, whenever the FBI delivers their warrants, it's very hard not to feel like a victim. And I said, you know, that's just not going to work in this situation because everybody has been so available, so transparent, tried to be helpful, brought all the information. We held a briefing, actually for the um, county commissioners, for the district attorney's office, with all the information we had, our experts that reflected on the election irregularities in Mesa County. Do you think they wanted that information? Nope. They were just hoping that someone had forensic images because the district attorney had decided, the district attorney had decided it was criminal to possess those images and he was waiting to arrest somebody. The hey, only time they ever fucked up. I know. They, they came to me. They came to you. I, I, I know, know exactly. Oh, no, 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 no. I, I'll call it out right now. Uh-oh. I, I will tell you right now. I need a drink for this. That <laughs> I got a phone call from someone who said, Joe, I really need the images for Mesa County. And I was like, oh, all right. Where do you want me to send them? Or I said, where do you want me to have them sent to you? I already knew what was happening. I was smart enough to figure this out, right? <laughs> I mean, this is, this is nuts, right? This is a guy that has been working inside of different groups. But I run a data company. I ran a data company. So I, I kind of just did the math and said, hmm, this seems a little weird. And we should probably talk about this person to see if they're still working with you. But three times asked me to send it. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah I sent it. You'll get it. <laughs> okay, good. All right. Okay, I thought you were being serious. Like... I was going to name drop. I was literally going to bomb drop somebody. I was going to put an elbow into somebody's forehead. And then I decided against it. (laughs) I did not. It's the irony of the situation. The irony is everyone has been transparent. Everyone has been public. Everyone has provided everything. Yeah. And this is the way Merrick Garland's DOJ, this is the way Biden's administration wants to work. This is how they want to deal with people. Jenna Griswold is just an extension of that. She's been gifted with unlimited power and access in Colorado, thanks to Jared Polis. And here we are. These are regular, innocent people. Sandy Brown, they have no money coming in. They can't pay their mortgage right now. Yeah. I mean, these are real people. Their lives have seriously been devastated. They have children. They have responsibilities. The county, I mean, will how will you get another job after the FBI has raided your home and declared that you're under criminal investigation? How are you supposed to get a meaningful job that will pay what you were just making when the DOJ pulls something like this or your local district attorney does not consider the actual human um, price of, of their behavior, of their actions? Just because Dan Rubenstein wants a job with the DOJ, he'll run, he'll run over anybody to get it. Everybody is, um, you know, is, uh, I can't think of the word, you know, where you're just expendable. Thank you. Everyone is expendable right now if they're not aligned with uh, Merrick Garland's DOJ and Biden's administration. And that's where we're at. I think when we think about the January 11th um, uh, issue from the DOJ talking about expanding their domestic terrorist unit, that's not just for parents talking at school board meetings. That is for people who are investigating election irregularities. That is for people who are saying, the, the um, Joe Biden has gone too far. Susan Rice's Build Back Better domestic plan is violating our rights and destroying our country. That's what that expansion of the DOJ is for. It's to hire a bunch of attorneys who will find crimes and then throw you in prison, just like they've done with the January 6th folks. This is insanity. Yeah. This is China. 
Which, which, by the way, they're they're asking you, Tina, to shut your mouth and yes. and disavow things. That's a Chinese communist game. Re-education. Yeah, you guys. Yeah. I mean, it's you know when they can disavow. When they can put when they can put this much pressure and uh, on ordinary citizens and basically treat them like they're guilty. Uh, it's it's a shame, you know. We used to live in a, a, the United States. Used to be where you were innocent until proven guilty. Well, now it's like let's go ahead. Uh, they're guilty, and now let's try to find something to stick them with instead of the other way around. And that's what I've seen. That whole thing with the FBI raid, um, just you know, some of the things that my chief deputy was accused of unprofessional conduct. That's why they. That's why they walked her out of the office. No, that's not why they walked her out of the office. They walked her out of the office because I was out of town having my uh, my uh, hotel room broken into because somebody was scared I was going to expose their fraud. And uh, then my chief deputy was the clerk, but oh, we have to remove her because we can't have her there and now we can replace tina because her 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 clerk is now charged with a felony uh for vacancy of office they want to take over my office and anybody else that does not comply or just turn their head the other way uh with this information and that's why these clerks and these people don't even want to don't even want to touch it they don't want to see the truth and they be held accountable for it and taking an image of a server is not (coughs) illegal so okay so uh, let me ask you a question about about the the weaponizing and doing it only their way your belinda is is being charged now with burglary right Felony burglary. Felony burglary. Felony. But she worked for you. Explain that story. This is the. She's nuts. appointed this, by. Yeah. yeah. So so she's not a high. She's not hired. She's appointed by Colorado statute. I'm the elected official, and then I shall. I must appoint a chief deputy. So this is an appointment, not somebody that can just. And I and I have a bond for her. So this is not someone that you can just march out and especially not even consulting me about it. Um, and no, no employee uh, that they've tried to take out, including Sandra Brown, that should have gone through me. I'm the elected official. Uh, that is my, my right. No one else's. And um, so that's they've they violated law is what they've done. How does the DA do that? How does the DA? Well, the HR, the administrators and HR uh, is the one that came in and did it. Um, And they evidently don't know the law. And the problem is, I mean, you. I know it's easy for people at home and they say, well, we'll file a lawsuit against them. 
Well, those things are happening, but there's all these other fronts that are being fought right now, too. I mean, Clerk Peters, it, she's fighting against the Secretary of State. She's fighting against the district attorney. She's fighting against the county attorney, the county commissioners and HR. And these are these are lawsuits. These are um, there. There's all sorts of things happening right now. And you have to sit and just wait for everything to play out. And in the meantime, unlike most criminal investigations, um, Clerk Peters, you know, her attorneys have have believed she needs to be out telling people what is going on, you know, being being cautious. But we have to tell the public what's going on. A secret, a Democrat secretary of state has weaponized her office against a duly elected clerk and recorder. Then we watched a judge, Judge Roberson in Mesa County, litigate on behalf of the secretary of state from her bench to help that secretary of state remove a clerk and recorder from her seat. It is unprecedented. It's against the Colorado Constitution. There is no law, there's no statute that allows for this to happen at all. So we sit here and we go, that's unlawful. So guess what? We go see our sheriff. We're like, hey, sheriff, what are you going to do to help? And he's like, I'm not getting involved. This ain't my rodeo. And we're like, God put you here for this time. Oh, no, he didn't. I mean, then what do we do? Yeah, like, the, we go, the, we the people, we go to this person and this person and this person. And then now we sit here and we go, God, this is in your hands. You've brought amazing people our way who know what they're doing. I pray to God they do. And that justice is served. We need courageous people, though. We, you know, there are very few of them, Joe. And the reason you've stood the test of time is because you never backed down. You never backed down. I mean, I was people can say the what truth. they want to say about you. Yeah, what, right. yeah, but you know what? You never changed your story, never backed down, never cried about it. You fought, fought, fought. And you're teaching us and showing us how to fight, fight, fight. And you know what? The Lord is rewarding you and protecting you. And I know he's doing the same for Clerk Peters and all those that are involved in this unbelievable issue. And I want to remind your, your listeners too: four other states. Clerk and recorders have been targeted the same exact way by four other secretaries of states now who are doing the same exact thing led by Jenna Griswold. Why? Because she is the director of the Democrat Secretaries of State for America, a George Soros-funded project that's been working to replace secretaries of state to his, you know, for him to be able to take over our elections. This is a very well orchestrated and well documented move that he's been doing in our country. These people are criminals. And they're not even in our country. They're not even Americans. See that see no, that's the problem that I have. And 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 they want to destroy our country and we can't actually see it from the inside. But I don't know if you heard about this, but a January 6th prisoner was brutally raped by a guard. Because no. he told on the fact that the guard stayed in the room while he had a counsel with his attorney. Now, most Wait. of the guards in Washington, D.C. are not Americans. They're not Americans. They're people from uh, different parts of Africa, of different parts of the Caribbean. They're not Americans. And they are abusing mm -hmm. people inside, the, inside of the prisons that are being unlawfully detained. So, and, and I don't know if you saw this today, but Ray Epps, and, and, and maybe we'll get your thought on this. We did an entire show this morning on Ray Epps. Entire show this morning on Ray Epps. Provocateur in, in, if you don't know about him, he's a provocateur that was not arrested, FBI informant slash FBI person of interest that um, was not arrested, but Oath Keepers, Stuart Rhodes, was arrested today for sedition. Mm-hmm. For, yeah, that's the most serious charge they've done yet. That's for the going to charge. the Capitol. For going to the Capitol 
they charged Stuart Rhodes for going to the Capitol, not going in the they Capitol. Also said, they also said that he stockpiled weapons. I don't know how true that is in, in Virginia, just in case. Can you imagine what they, they, they would they, do they to made, me? Yeah. I mean, you, know, you guys. stockpiled weapons in Virginia, also not illegal. Yeah. No, it's not. That that most of the stuff that they talk about isn't illegal. They're painting a picture to justify it. But um, but they're well, making the, up they, a they story. It it's not true. Again, they lie. Everyone needs to just stop thinking that these pieces of trash mm -hmm. are not going to lie. Tina, you are subjected to liars. Jenna Griswold knows exactly what's happening. She's buddy buddy with George Soros, who, by the way, George Soros had a nonprofit on the same floor as Dominion Voting Systems. They've been running for the hills, and they should. And people need to just we 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 stand our ground because if we stand our ground, we win because truth will prevail. And you're right, Sharona. I never changed my story. I never embellished on my story. Matter matter of fact, I was Max and I talked about it before I went on that show on November 9th, and I go, Max, I don't know. What do you think? I mean, th this is what he does. Well, walk me through it. I walked him through it, and at the end, of it, I go, I, I don't have a choice. How do, you, how do you not tell the American people that their vote doesn't count and that this sociopath you know, who's in a position to have 50% of the vote of the American people is just allowed to act with impunity? What does that say to the rest of our country? Well, you know, people need to stand up. They do. They need to wake up and see what's going on because if this can go on with ordinary citizens from a small town they can it can come it there's just a matter of time before it comes to their door and you know just like in you know nazi germany i mean everybody kind of turned a blind eye or a lot of people not everybody but turned a blind eye and never believed it could happen to them well it can happen to anyone if it can happen to me and if it can happen to sharona and the rest of us, it can happen to anybody. And so this is pretty much a wake up call that even if you're not, don't feel like you're doing anything wrong, which I haven't done anything wrong. Sharona hasn't done anything wrong. Joe, you, I mean, and my employees, it doesn't matter if they think, or if, or if you, uh, if you object to something they say, something they do, uh, then you are, uh, you're a terrorist, you're against them, you're a domestic terrorist. If you wave a flag, if you vote for Trump, if you, you know, it doesn't matter if you go to a school board and you say, no, I don't want you teaching my children, you know, sex education that's not approved by me. I, I, that's my job as a parent. Uh, if you disagree, you are now uh, what they're starting to label as domestic terrorist and they will bring not down just that. the... They just caught yeah. they just caught the Biden administration that they actually solicited that original letter from the National School Board Association. The letter where the School Board Association was saying saying to the DOJ, "Hey, these are terrorists. You, we need your help." It actually was solicited by Biden's uh, Secretary of Education. The Secretary of Education mm -hmm. asked them to write a letter to the DOJ calling parents terrorists. They did, and the DOJ said, "Oh wow, how convenient, pretext," and they went and did it. You know, that's really crazy, Max. And I think that, yeah. you know, think about the wall that's being constructed in front of Washington, D.C., in front of the people's house right now. A 30 foot wall is being built to keep the people out of their own house. You can only imagine why. Right. 
what are they preparing for? What do they think is going to happen? I mean, this is, it's, it's a really crazy time. You know, you, you take that into into consideration along with the January 6th folks who are still being held without due process. And then to the expansion of the DOJ to hire all these attorneys to find criminal allegations against regular people. And I think we can see where this Mm -hmm. is going. So the bottom line is more people have to stand up because they can't get everyone. As many people as possible need to stop going along with this and and staying just below the radar. Because just like we have proven with these fraudulent voting machines and voting systems, we can still overwhelm the fraud. You know, we've seen that. We've been able to have so many people come out and vote. They didn't expect it. They didn't count on it. And we've overwhelmed their system, overwhelmed their cheat. The same thing has to happen throughout America when it comes to standing up for what's right, standing against the mandates. We get emails, we get messages all the time. What do I do? There's a mask mandate at work. Stop wearing your mask. And when they try to terminate you, lawyer up, let's go. Great things are happening across this country, but people keep complying and they gotta stop. They've gotta stop. We are the majority. We're the majority in this nation. So, yeah. I mean, what what a day to be alive. What a day to be standing up and fighting together and nobody's backing down. The worst thing that this DOJ can do is keep going after parents, keep going after, after duly elected officials who are standing up for their people. There's no one who's backing down from supporting Clark Peters. There's no one gonna step away from her because they're afraid of the district attorney or the DOJ. Everyone is dug in and we're gonna see this fight through. Well, I think that ultimately it's going to the judiciary is going to become a real problem, right? Because it's going to, it's starting to show its face in the Coomer trial. Um, I don't even know if you know this, but um, Blaine, who is the attorney for one of the, um, I, I believe it's, I believe it's Sidney Powell. I might be wrong in that, but I think it's Sidney Powell. Um, no, it's not. He he represents one of it, one of the one of the groups, but. Mm-hmm. He filed a notice of OAN, OAN, OAN. Yes, it's OAN. Sorry, mm. um, he filed a notice of um, retraction for the not retraction, but uh, re- um, recusal for the judge. The judge came back, didn't even read it. It was like, nope, denied. So he went back and rewrote <laughs> the thing and said, "Here's all the things that you did, and by the way, you violated every every part of law, right? And you need to be removed." It's, he's setting it up now to go through the appeals. But it's disgusting what this Antifa judge in the Coomer case, and I'll call her what she is, Antifa judge, because she marched in the Antifa rally in June of 2020, right? She should have she really should have recused herself. And then despite the, the character of Eric Coomer, the character, his character, not mine, they, they come after me. He's the one that lied, got caught lying, and they came after my character because... It didn't fit their narrative. They wouldn't attack me. And right. yet she continued to do these things to stand in the way of progress. And we're going to see that same thing happen in judiciary until someone has courage. My problem is, is that the, the, if, the, if lawlessness becomes law, then what obligation do we have as people but to stand up, stand in the gap, and do something about it? Well, That's what right. happened to Mesa of- County, Joe. That's exactly what happened to Mesa County. The, the judge did not, because the good old boys club, did not um, even look at the facts and basically just ruled um, for the Secretary of State. And it, was, it wasn't it was even by rule of law. It's just her opinion. Mm-hmm. It's 
Yeah, I mean, she literally looked up a statute that better supported the Secretary of State than the one the Secretary of State had chosen. I mean, you can't make this stuff up. But the Colorado Supreme no. Court justices, remember, I mean, they're all still under investigation. They're all looking at, they've all been blackmailed and and bribed by this Mindy woman from, uh, pro, formerly from probation, from judicial. And I mean, none of them are clean. None of them have clean hands. I mean, this is a big deal. Every Colorado Supreme Court justice is under investigation. Come on. How are we supposed to have righteous ruling in Colorado? I don't know. You can't. You can't. You, you got to stand up for what's right. What's right is right. What's wrong is wrong. Mm-hmm. But when they're blackmailed or they're bought out or they're looking for um, elevation, I just, you know, I, I don't know what we do. I really don't. It doesn't seem like we're going to get a fair shake in Colorado. Maybe, but I, but also I realize that they're not in charge, right? The Lord is in charge. He knows what's going to happen. And um, he's paving the way before us. I have a really hard time believing that he's brought us this far just to uh, just for us to, to fall. And so, you know, ultimately, he is the X factor, no matter what man is trying to do or what they're trying to push or or promote or the deceit they have, the, you know, the conniving that they do. It doesn't matter. And so no matter what, um, I always think of Bonhoeffer, you know, because for a time there, he was like, no politics in church. Every, no politics. We don't do politics. And then all of a sudden, you know, his friends start disappearing. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, he had to do hey, it. we better get involved. We're all going to die. <laughs> you know, so I guess once it comes to you, then all of a sudden it has meaning. And uh, you got to get in the fight. So it'd be great if people would join this fight before it actually physically impacts you. And it's your daughter dragged up and down the stairs by her hoodie or your children terrorized because the FBI has decided you're a target, you know? How, how do you how do how do they do that in good conscience? Um, they don't. They go home and drink. I'm sure. Tina, my opinion. People get involved. You know, they need to to. Uh, I mean, I just did a simple thing. I went to a um, a political um, volunteer. Uh, session they had, and when I saw that there were only eight people there, I. I, I was surprised. I thought somebody was taking care of that stuff. Well, it's you, you know, you're not, there isn't just someone taking care of that. It's the responsibility of every single American and we're losing our rights and people are asleep and they need to wake up. I never, ever thought in my lifetime I would see what this has become and where we, where we are right now, but it's because People have been watching their TV programs, been on their on their phones and and, you know, very involved in Hollywood and and all the distractions. And, uh, you know, and I have to admit, I was involved in, you know, my family, my business, my distractions as well. But they have to get involved. You know, I was never in politics. I was never in in that sort of thing. I had my beliefs. Um, But now is the time you've got to stand up. I had someone I was supposed to speak at this conservative uh, um, luncheon and they replaced me with someone else and they said, well, you know, because you're under investigation, you know, you've got lawsuits looming and and maybe after the smoke clears, we'll have you back. And I wrote a long email and I basically said, you know me and you know, I said, now is the time to stand up, not stand by. Now is not the time to be neutral because she said, we're just going to remain neutral. I said, being neutral is actually admitting that you're fearful. 
you're fearful of the consequences if you were to stand up and take a stand, you know, and, and, and stand for something uh, and push back. You can't be neutral like that. You, you're, either, you're either in or you're out. You're either hot or you're cold, not lukewarm. And we know what the Lord says about lukewarm. And so, um, you know, now is the time. You, you have to. We don't have a lot of time left. And what you do now is going to make a difference. And at least you can say that I was doing this. I contributed this um, to help be part of the solution. Well, ladies, we are out of time. I want to thank both of you for stopping by. It was a great discussion. Tina, I want to wish you the best of luck. Um, obviously, obviously, Griswold thinks that she's gonna that she could lose this. Otherwise, they wouldn't have even given you an offer. Um, so keep fighting. We need more fighters like you. And uh, yeah, just thank you so much for coming on, Joe. Thank you for having us. Thank well, you. we're gonna we're gonna have you again. You will have a, a, a audience here anytime you want. I will tell you. I pray for both of you. Um, I pray that justice will be served. I know it will, right? But we just have to be willing to walk through the hot coals and walk through the hard, you know, the, the hard road. It's, it's, it's the road less traveled, but it's worth it when you come out the other end because the rewards and the blessings Excellent. that you have in this life and the next are, are plentiful. God, God bless, bless you guys. Both. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you guys. Two wonder women. Two women yeah. who are just rocks, rocks in their community, rocks when it comes to examples of what has to be done in order to get to the bottom of the truth. And they're unapologetic about it. So my hat's off to both of them. I'm not wearing a hat, but if I was, I'd take it off for them. Well, before we leave, I, I, you know what I've been dealing with all day with the damn Jovan stuff. I, I don't like the drama. I don't like the pissing contest. But did you see what what happened with Bobby Python? No, is he shooting somebody now? No, he said that the Holy Spirit told him not to be friends with you anymore. The Holy Spirit told him not to be friends with me. Yeah, yeah. That the Holy not Spirit to told him an to have, oh, yeah, yeah. have he, you he, not he, endorsed he, his candidacy. Yeah, he pulled that. He didn't pull it down, but he's he's stopped talking about me because I was like, dude, what the hell? <laughs> what are you what are you talking <laughs> about? Why would you do that to me? I didn't shoot at Joe Vaughn. I didn't shoot at Joe Vaughn. Yeah. I, e even in the, the, the text back and forth, which, by the way, if I ever have to show these, these emails, we could, <laughs> we could have some seriously good conversations about these emails. But I said, listen, it's really I did a easy. whole deep dive. I've oh, learned I know more about did. Pulitzer in the last 24 hours than I ever oh. wished to learn. And here's the thing that I wanted to warn him. If Max gets his teeth in you, it's over. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> There's, there are a few things I like more than a good sternly worded letter and a copyright fight. A few oh, things and, I like more. Uh, and, he, I love more. And, and frankly, I tried to tell him, I was like, look, we can come to a conclusion. We can come to a conclusion very quickly about, about what you, about how you feel. Like if, and if the lawyers get together and they're like, yeah, so we need to, we need to do this probably or this the probably, and they decide that you know there's something which there isn't. It's a nothing burger. I've already talked to attorneys. Then you sent us the I'll images relate. and said put them on air. Yeah, you can't then turn around and say, oh no, those are confidential. No one's allowed to see them. The cat's out of the bag. It's a waiver. 
Well, it's not only a waiver. It he didn't tell me anything, and he he tried to send it over via email, and the email didn't work. Mister Producer, did the email work when we sent him over? They did not work at all. Which email? The, the email. email worked. He wouldn't have immediately sent it over over a chat. No, he he sent it Slack first, and I was like, I was too busy. So then he sent an email. We tried to go to an email. So then I had to forward the stuff through Slack. So I didn't even read the email because you couldn't download it. It just showed these little boxes. And I was like, okay, forget it. We'll just do it this way. So I didn't even read the, I didn't go through the email. So, but, the, but, the, but that's not the point. The point is, is that if you have the ability to walk through a peer review, if you have the ability, and, and, I, and I reviewed it first. So I reviewed this information. I wanted to validate it. I wanted to make sure it was accurate. What they were saying was accurate. I got all the informations, all, uh, the, the files, looked through all the, the publicly facing information, and it was wrong. And so I was like, well, I'm not going to go and attack Jovan over it. I'll let the critical review happen. And Shiva was right. Now, I wouldn't have done it the way he did it. I probably would have gone directly to Jovan. But... Dr. Shiva is tired of is tired of this posturing that happens that the left can pick us apart and then it just looks like a mistake, like an oops. It's not an oops. Yeah. The information that he put out there was not an oops. It is serious things that can cause credibility issues with the rest of the work that he's doing. I believe that there is something about what he is doing that that has that we need to see it and it's never been done before. So, so we have to go through that process. But attacking me, all, all you do is just go, all right, all right. Here's what I think the problem is. It is what it is. I think the problem is, I've been thinking about this a lot. And I think the problem is that he doesn't want peer review because he doesn't think he has a peer. Well, I maybe. think that Jovan believes that there is no one who can understand it the way he understands it. And no one could truly hold a candle to his work. That that's how that's what I think the problem is. Also, I think the problem is that he has he has a habit of any time he gets undressed publicly, he becomes very litigious. That was part of my research through the Curse of Oak Island when he went by Hutton. He's changed his name a couple times. Every time these things happen, he changes his names. Yeah. So so listen, I, I have been I have been a tireless supporter of Linwood, tireless. Right, he has been attacked, and he's under serious attacks. And he's attacked, and he's alone, and he's done some great good for a lot of people. Right, and it's hard to ignore the the attacks that come at you when they're coming at you from Javon. When I said up front, I go, "Look, we're going to go through this." I offered to be a moderator between him and Dave Clements, and that didn't work out because it had to be all the things that Jovan wants. And he said, "It's about me." As soon as he said it's about me, I, you know, it's got to be about the people. It's got to be about the people that oh, you represent. Oh, that was the one where, as I watched him, again, I did way too much research today. I watched him in another show saying that he wanted to have it on his channel. On his channel. And I was like, oh, well, that doesn't oh. work because it's not a, that, that's not a, a balanced platform. I'll get you and the he screen. he can turn it off whenever he wants. Yeah, and then you can't get to the <laughs> like, truth. And, but then they attack each other with personal attacks, and it's not, and they try to attack me. Um, and I go, all right, attack me. Cause if I start the attacks, I'm, I'm a data guy, Max, you did research for 48 hours and, <laughs> and the things that you came up yeah. with, you sent me a bunch of stuff. I don't, I don't think, I think the guy's brilliant and I know a lot about him personally cause we have to break bread together. So, uh, you know, I, I don't want to fight with anybody that's on our side. 
perceived or otherwise. Yeah. But everybody says you got to get I off just, the fence. I don't have to get off the fence. I don't have to get off the fence because I was never on the fence. I was hanging out with the American people down here in the gap where I told them I'd meet them. And what, if you want to shoot up here and have a pissing contest and swing your muskets at each other and beat the hell out of each other, God bless you. Go do it. I, I'm just not going to do it. I'm not going to do it because, frankly, what if I'm wrong? I blew relationships up because I'm wrong? I, when I'm right, I say, all right, well, this makes sense to me. Let's talk it through. Everybody, everybody's got to be the smartest guy in the room, and I think that's the danger in all this. It's a danger. It's an absolute. Danger. I get pissed. I get pissed at this because we need to do more research before we just accept people. Like, what's the guy's name in Georgia who was like a Trumpy, switched parties, and all of a sudden, a year later, two years later, we find out he was a complete racist. Vernon what's Jones. What's that guy's name? Vernon Jones. We never like, had him on. There's, there's. Well, no, no, not us, but like oh, into yeah. the conservative family. Like that should be the first thing you find. That's a Google yeah. search, right? Like, how did how did I only learn yesterday that Joe von Pulitzer is persona non grata at the History Channel for <laughs> for questionable provenance of artifacts? Well, well he said that he found the the. Uh, the Ark of the Covenant. He's like looking for the Ark of the Covenant in Nova Scotia. Yeah, okay. he said he found it. Okay, there, bud. No, no. You think I believe that's he was what on he said. season three? He's on season three. They're on in season nine. I haven't heard about the Ark of the Covenant being dug up in Nova Scotia. But so that's the point. It hasn't been. It hasn't <laughs> been. Right. So, yeah. so I mean, I we need to do better research on people. I don't think. Look, I think Jovan is is a brilliant guy. I really do. I think he's brilliant. But I think he gets his ego gets in the way of himself, and and that's fine. I mean, and he tries to fight his way out of it. Um. It, it's. I don't want to try. I don't want to fight. I don't want to fight with people over stuff that I can't actually get to the, get to the bottom of. I just want to walk. I'm going to walk my path, right? I have walked through the hallways. I have been in buildings where I could see the eyes of people that are supposed to be aligned with who I'm meeting with that want to kill me. I could see it in their eyes. They want me dead. No question. They want my head on a platter. I know what that looks like. I know what it feels like. So you, it, it, some people are comfortable with that. Other people just want to run away from that. I won't run away from it. I won't. And I won't, I won't take shots at people because, frankly, we, we all have issues. I hope to God that everyone's not in the controlled opposition deal. Sometimes it's hard to ignore when people call up people like Dr. Shiva and badmouth me. And I'm thinking to myself, ah, I thought we were friends. <laughs> I guess I guess you I guess you're either okay, that's fine. That's fine. That, go ahead and do that. And I still talk to them. They call me up and they're like, hey Joe, what's up? And I'm like, hey, what's going on, brother? <laughs> Knowing that the guy just literally gave me two fingers to somebody else. It happens. It happens. I just don't get like the period of history that we're in and we're watching like everything burn down and everything is collapsing around this is the, the people. Most and then, thing, and then like you could wait till next year after we fix the election stuff. You got to start like swinging your wiener around. I mean, come on. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I, I don't, I don't really have a whole lot of, I don't have a, I don't have anything bad to say about him and he did attack me and I still don't have anything bad to say about him. So nobody else needs to be upset about it either. Like I'm good. I just think it's I just think it's funny that Bobby Python said that the Holy Spirit told him not to be friends with you. I mean, he, he must have some hell of a hearing because I've never I've never had 
the Holy Spirit speak to me like that. Hey, was, everyone's, uh, I mean, people, maybe he doesn't want it. That's fine. I'm all right with it. I mean, but I, but I did tell him that, look, I have, I have no, I have no ill will towards you at all. None. You know, I don't. Well, as I, we, I as we, sorry, go ahead. I'll go ahead. Finish this sentence. Go ahead. Go I was ahead. just going to say, we're a little over. As we finish this, I wanted to end it on a high note, a funny yeah. note. Obviously, you know, the Supreme Court came down today and overturned the OSHA mandate. So they upheld the the hospital mandate, the HHS mandate, which the law gives them more power to do that because it's actually a health thing. Um, they overturned OSHA. And liberals have been so butthurt all day on social media. And they're talking about taking the country back, getting out into the streets, fighting for the, for the vaccine mandate. Yeah. And I wanted to show you this because this, this made me literally bust a gut laughing if we put up my screen, Mr. Producer. Oh, this shit. is Hunter Cullen. He says, get ready to take to the streets. And that's his profile picture. So that's <laughs> who's going to be meeting. <laughs> I'll that's meet you there. Meet you you the tell street. me where, Hunter Cullen. <laughs> Hunter Cullen, you just tell me where to go, boy. Oh, oh man. No, bring the mandate back. I don't, I, I can't do this. <laughs> oh. Get ready to take so to that, the streets. Yeah. I'm going to tell you something. Yeah. I, I'm just, I'm going to tell you flat out right now. If you think you're going to get to the streets and intimidate me, I'm gonna t there are tens of thousands of people. There are hundreds of organizations, hundreds, that I've had conversations with that said the second that they come to the streets, we're going there, and we don't give a crap. We are going to tear their effing faces off. And if you think that that is just that is violence, nope, it is not violence. It is you are not going to destroy the thing that means the most to us, which is we've had enough. And when you get Americans to the place where they've had enough, God help you, because he's the only one that can. The rest of it, yeah. we'll take care of. And then the police are just going to have to make a decision on what they support. By the way, these little pieces of trash like this guy will literally eat their own. They'll have a woman walking down the street, and they'll beat, her, beat the hell out of her, and it'll be someone that supports them. I like the idea of the dust settling. It's just you and him on, on each side of the road. Ba, 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 be like this. <laughs> You got a pretty mouth, punk. boy. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's going to be that it for this turn. episode. That took a, turn. <laughs> that took a weird turn. <laughs> I did take a weird turn. It's being funny. And I talked to this, I was talking to this journalist today, and I was like, I, I was talking to this journalist today, and he goes, But you said gallows. And I was like, Yeah, we were having fun. We were laughing. You got to have a little bit of humor. I go, by the way, the radical left doesn't have a sense of humor and they're terrible at memes. He goes, oh, no, they're not. They're not terrible at memes. We're really good at memes. And I go, oh, so you're a radical leftist. Did I say something like that? I was like, oh, mm. oh, really? It was a lot of those. You, you asked me, you're like, oh, yeah, like you ever see any memes from the left that are like, you know, really funny and, you know, I can't he remember goes, what like exactly. He goes, well, I don't know, maybe. I mean, no, I saw leftist. some stuff a while ago. Leftists, they, they run all the comedy. And I go, how's yeah, that? Like, oh yeah, they used to run. Yeah, I they go, run all the all the comedy shows. They used to do that for a while. I go, like, how's that, that going? How's that? I said, how's that working out for him? He goes, uh. <laughs> <laughs> he, he actually did that. Funny. Oh my goodness, it was hilarious, Max. It was hilarious because he brings stuff up and as if it was going to get me excited or upset. And I'm thinking to myself, that's not going to get me upset. That's not going to get me upset. Why would that get me? That's not going to get me upset. Next. And I would answer a question and ask him. I gave him two and a half hours. I go, I hope that this is a fair and balanced deal. And, and they're going to break it down into 30 seconds. That's fine. 
I report, I recorded it too. So if I have to, I'll put it out there, and then I'll just literally s bag the guy, shit bag the guy. I mean, I don't care. I don't care. But I think it's time that I start talking because at some point it's like talking to people about Jesus. You got to talk to people about truth, and maybe one or two. I learned that through this whole Boulder thing. You know, this one family paradigm crash for them, also a paradigm crash for me, because I thought that this, this these nutballs are nutballs because they're stupid. But there are people that aren't stupid that are just consumed with this circular firing squad of, oh my gosh, the sky is falling, the sky is falling, until they have to slow down because they lose everything. And then they have to go, okay, I'm willing to listen. She wanted to jump out the window, Max. She wanted to literally jump out, out the window. It's funny how that works. It is. Well, I got to go to an FEC United meeting. Do you want to read it? Or do you want me just to rattle it off? You're I'm good really good. It. What are you talking about? I'm, I'm getting It's getting better every time. Yeah. So we're out of time. <laughs> now you got you to kind of stretch out. You got to add a little motion to it. A little if improv. You, if you like our podcast, accent. subscribe to us on Rumble at Conservative Daily. Follow us on Telegram at Conservative. By the way, don't just follow us on Telegram. Follow us on CloudHub. Follow us on, you can get Max J. McGuire um, on uh, Telegram, Max McGuire on CloudHub. You can get Joe Oatman on Getter. I really like Getter. Let's get to Getter. By the way, we're going to go live on Getter here very soon. They, they now have a live platform, so I'd like to push that out too. Um, I don't know why, Mr. Producer, we have not been live on Frank Speech for the last uh, two and a half weeks, but it is not live. It is not live on Frank Speech. Um, so we need to go ahead and fix that as well. I'm looking at it right now. You are? It's I've every single day. I it's up when I don't around. think it saves. It doesn't. It doesn't, it doesn't archive. There's no archive feature. All right. So we got to. But it 100 percent is live. Okay, we got to figure that out. Um. Yeah. So by the way, Robert says Joe makes jokes about serious uh, intentions on building gallows. I do. I do. Because you know gallows are meant for people that deserve gallows. I just didn't say who was going to be in the gallows. All right. So Joe's out there with his like whittle. He's like, I'm completely joking. <laughs> Um, so you can find us live at conservative-daily.com, Rumble, DLive, Twitch, Frank's Beach, and CloudHub. This uh, is also brought to you by um, MyPillow. You can save up to 66%, 66% with code CD21. That's Charlie David 21 Support Mike Lindell. Support MyPillow. Part of the reason why that fight for Tina Peters is happening and we're getting access to all of these, these huge experts is because he is helping in that legal fight. He is standing in the gap to to preserve your rights. Go buy sheets even if you don't need them. Um, send me some sheets. I could use some sheets. Um, King and California King, both. All right. So um, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, Podbean, iHeartRadio, Pandora, and Audible. Please subscribe. Give us a five-star review. Share this episode with someone that needs to hear it. This was an especially good episode because we've got a report coming out. And Tina Peters basically told Jenna Greswald, the, the Secretary of State in Colorado, to fork herself. Um, if you need a reminder, when we go live, you can text the words freedom to eight, nine, five, one, seven, and sign up for our text alert system. If you are on the audio version and you're hearing this, I need you to go back to next week. We literally had, I think 10, I mean, 14, yeah, 14 episodes, Mr. Producer in, in that week. And so you have some episodes that you missed. So please download those as well. Use the link in our description. Make sure, as well make sure you get them before, before Jovan Pulitzer gets them pulled down. He's not getting anything pulled down. Get out of here. He says he is. He says All he's, right. even though Bring we don't, we used images, he's going after the audio. Yeah. So use the link in our description as well to subscribe to our newsletters. You can get 
our Fax Blast, and you don't miss out on important projects we're working on right now. That is it for this episode of Conservative Daily. My name is Joe Oltman. Still Max McGuire. Still Max McGuire. Until then, we'll see you tomorrow at 9 a.m. Come join us. We'll be on time. Maybe.